everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. Uh, this one covering season three, episode seven. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Kelly. Hello. Whitney. Hello. Tia. Hello. And Andrew. Hello. How are we all doing? Oh. Okay. Hello, Andrew Whitehead. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day or mm. Happy Mem Day, <laughs> as we were saying earlier. We have some bits of business to discuss. As always, we encourage our listeners, especially those that like us, to go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast, preferably favorably, but, you know, we'll take what we can get. Uh, we only had two people over the last week go online and do this. Fortunately, Two five stars. Woo. So, yeah, we, uh, it is not quantity, but quality here mm. at eavesdropping headquarters mm. that matters. Uh, so <laughs> up first is uh, from YX underscore Han, who says, just the right podcast. I've been listening to this podcast since season one, and it's always fun to listen to. I like the way the discussion is conducted, and it allows me to view the episode from many different perspectives. Ever since the quarantine started, this has become my become one of my favorite to listen to at bedtime. Great show Aww. overall. Very nice. Very nice. I love the bedtime part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we were a bedtime pod, but no. I guess we are. I think we could be a bedtime pod. Really? I but- do all my all my pods are daytime pods. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even have a nighttime pod. Same. <sighs> Gotta get yourself some nighttime pods. Yeah. What's your nighttime pod? I don't even Eavesdropping? Have a, <laughs> I don't even have a daytime pod right now. <laughs> yeah. He falls asleep editing this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> and up second of two is five stars from NOF78247. Uh, gets me through work. I listen to these podcasts at work. As a new fan of the show, I found this podcast at the perfect time and have past episodes to catch up on to keep me sane during long hours of work. Uh, such a great dynamic of people. I enjoy the lightheartedness to the show and especially like the pacing of each episode. Topics are discussed in depth without going on for too long. The back and forth commentary keeps things moving along and never gets boring. Great job. Wow. Yeah, very nice. Shocking. Really nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Very the nice. reviews as of late have really been, well, good, which is fantastic, but also mm-hmm. capturing what we go for on this show, which is a, mm-hmm. a level of lightheartedness and just we're fans of the show. We're going to get things wrong occasionally, uh, but we're going to talk about it and uh, have a good time as we do. I think we make sense for people who probably like watch, like enjoy the show. They watch it once and that's it. But I feel like for people <laughs> yeah. who are like, they follow the show on Reddit, on Twitter, on Facebook. They watch it three times a week. It's probably like, ah, we need to know the perfume and <laughs> yeah. size of Carolyn's shirts <laughs> and the writers. I don't know. Yeah, we're perfect for the people who are about to fall asleep. Or <laughs> <laughs> the people who are distracted with other work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Um, episode seven of eight. That's all we got left. We got one more left. Wow. How y'all feel about that? Uh, Shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how long this season was. I was like, I guess I'll just keep watching until it's over. Um, So yeah, eight episodes seems short. 
Um, I feel like there's a lot to tie up. Yeah, I think it feels short because of how much is tied up. It's actually in line with the other seasons. The other seasons have been yeah. eight episodes, but this one, yeah, I it feels that like unless the last episode is four hours long, there's <laughs> right. a lot of shit to cover. Um, yeah. Other thoughts? It's they're all over the place, man. It's like I don't know if they've gotten spoiled because of Killing Eve's success because we've seen them get very experimental and even the way they're introducing different characters. So I'm I'm a little disappointed and I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to be disappointed with the finale. I'm just preparing myself for that because there's so much we haven't seen and we've also seen too much of a particular character. Uh, <laughs> their name rhymes with Meryl Dean. Uh, <laughs> great, right? Great. <laughs> Talk about We're going to use those to develop other characters. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, I think that the last episode is going to either be, well, it's probably going to be disappointing because either they're going to try to wrap stuff up too much and rush it. Oh, the Game of Thrones feel, method. Yeah. The, <laughs> they're going to season eight us. <laughs> the classic season eight us for episode eight. <laughs> or they're going to, we're going to have so many like unanswered questions. So it's going to be like, okay. Can Which I, I guess is like, I so we have a season four, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, I just wonder what they're gonna like linger over our heads for season four, and what they'll choose to tie up. Yeah, um, for season three. So I'm interested to see what, yeah, what they decide or what they've decided. For sure. Heading into this, I thought this was a good episode, but now realizing that it's the penultimate <laughs> episode, I think. <laughs> It's not. It's there's so much that needed to be happen, and I think this was like a middle season episode, not yeah. Right yeah. before the end. I feel like this is like John Mulaney's bit about the happy birthday sign, where it's like they start with really big letters, <laughs> yeah. and then you run out of space, and it's like, oh shit, we're running out of space. We have to cram this all in. Um, I feel like that's what they're doing with this. That's what ha- what's happening with this season. Yeah, I agree with uh, with all that. Uh, it's still an entertaining show. Uh, mm-hmm. The performances are still fantastic, and there's still moments where you are like, holy shit, is that really happening? Um, but then you think about it a little bit, and you're like, okay, yeah, it did, but why? Why did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it, but is there a reason? <laughs> <laughs> We're already talking about the episode. Let's just uh, ride that into first impressions. Whitney, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just finished it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this episode overall made me think about <laughs> this. Think how people, <laughs> but like, I get focused on very little things. I don't. It's just like I don't know how some people die so easily. Like learning that the husband died from barely getting bumped and thumped by the car, <laughs> and like when we found out he was alive, and Bump then like, and thump. like. I can't figure out, like, and then Nico lives with getting stabbed through the throat. Like, it's just, I'm, yeah. Who set rules, people? Like, <laughs> pick a lane. <laughs> pick a lane. Are we dying? Are we killing people off easily? Or are we a very resilient people? I don't know. <laughs> um, those are my main first thoughts on it. But uh, other, like, really weird red flags that bothered me throughout this episode that we'll talk about, just like <laughs> character traits. I'm like, this is a weird choice these people are making. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Overall, good episode. Not a great second to last one, though. Too sure. much to wrap up. Gotcha. Tia. Ooh. Um. <laughs> uh, the listeners couldn't see it, but, but it pulled her collar. A <laughs> goal. Because I already know um, I'm going to be a little negative throughout my thoughts on this episode. I'm going (laughs) to start off with just some things I did like about the episode. I I really liked um, the scene, uh, the beginning scene between Villanelle and uh, apparently it's Elena, but it's spelled (laughs) Helene. Anyway, um, I liked that whole moment that they shared. And then I liked the end with Dasha and Constantine. And so there were just pairings that were very satisfying. Um, but overall, do I want them to do I do I maybe did I start a petition to do a season three do over? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh shit. I mean, I really feel like Ooh. I don't know, man. I watching this, it's so all over the place that I'm just like, man, can we just do a, a do over a season three? Really? Episode seven? It's I don't know, y'all. We I have a lot to process. I have a lot of bones to pick. <laughs> Pia, you seem like you'd be so good at either firing someone or breaking up with someone. (laughs) (laughs) Can it not be both? Yeah, Yeah, I guess both. But I love the positivity that you start out with. (laughs) I literally just broke up with someone like at the beginning of this month. I mean, I didn't like break up. It was like we were just talking for like a couple weeks. So it wasn't like a a strong breakup. It was just like, oh, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Did you start off with the positives and then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is like, yeah, I mean, we, we have a lot of good times. Uh, I mean, the last week, so, so, so great. Uh, it's um, your family. I really love your family. <laughs> um, it's just that I don't like you as a person. Yeah. Did I maybe file a restraining order against you? Yes. Oh, but <laughs> I actually feel like Tia is one of those people who like, when she's breaking up with someone, they might not know right away that they're being <laughs> broken up with because you're like so nice and your voice is so sweet. Oh, oh Chris yeah. Trager. Being fired. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you might Chris Trager people. Oh, you're no. starting with all the compliments. They're like, yeah, it is going really well. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Just, right. Oh. just tune out. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, see you next week. You're like, wait, yeah. I'm like, darn it. <laughs> Break up with them again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, first impression? You know, Tia's now got me thinking that I want this to be a Dallas season, like a season eight of Dallas, where Nico wakes up (laughs) at the season four, episode one, and is like, oh, it's all a terrible dream. And then we just get to redo this whole season. Mm. Because, like I said, I think this was a decent middle of the season episode, but it cannot be the penultimate episode. Sorry, does Nico wake up in the storage locker and we start from there? Yeah. We didn't want to see that. Oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Ooh, but he's alone. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, we know that. Uh, <laughs> Kelly? Um, yeah, I, I agree with um, what people are saying. I did think on a positive note, I thought this was like a really well-paced episode. Like I thought things happened... Um, 
with good time. I don't know <laughs> if, that's, <laughs> if that sentence makes sense. Um, the editor's I, in there uh, <laughs> getting supervised by fucking J.K. Simmons. Not my fucking tempo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> faster, faster, um, faster. Getting whiplashed. Uh, yeah, I um, I thought it was a really well-paced episode. Like, it was over, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I guess that that's it for now. But I agree that lots of loose ends. I do think that, like, I don't, um, dislike Geraldine as much as some people on this podcast, but I do think <laughs> <Some> a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, some one particular person, <laughs> but I do think that, yeah, I don't think that her character was like super necessary. I find myself wondering, like, why are you here? Um, yes. aside from being charming and a good actress, I'm like, why are you here? What purpose do you serve? Um, I'm, I'm glad something finally happened with Constantine and his heart because I'm like, how many jump scares <laughs> is he gonna get before like we see something? <laughs> Yeah. Um, I hate the freaking uh, the new opening title sequence again. Like, why are we throwing that in? <laughs> like the second to last episode of the season. So scattered, <laughs> very scattered. I agree with Tia. Where there were moments where I'm like, oh yeah, very cool. I just think ultimately the show is resting so heavily on the fact that they have a stacked cast, um, and they're without a doubt just like carrying carrying the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Um, thinking back over some of the things that others have said, I do like Geraldine. I enjoy her presence in the show, and I do think that she has a purpose being there. Uh, wow, marry her. To highlight how stone cold uh, Carolyn is with, with everything, how compartmentalized all of things are, uh, and helps to bring out that undoing that we kind of seen a little bit in this episode where she went all rage room. Um, the, the death things, I think it was Whitney that was bringing up the um, uneven rules for who stays, who goes, who survives, who doesn't. I can definitely see that. Although I would say that I, I maintain that it was a bit more than a bump and a thump. <laughs> and I think this guy, I think is, we're, we didn't see it, but his head could have been crushed, you know? Um, so I think dude is, is it makes sense that he's, he's dead. Um, he was like run over, right? He was like bumped and then run over. Yeah, yeah he, was he was bumped the thump. and then crushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. bump and the, the thump was the run over. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. The um, bump and smash. Yeah. <laughs> Smush. Yeah, I, I think that there is some issues with, with this season. Uh, I do agree that they have kind of leaned on their uh, heavy hitters, their cast, a lot. Um, the Constantine stuff throughout the season, it got old. Yeah. Uh, it, it got old. Like, plant those seeds. But they planted seeds. They watered them. They kept saying, hey, everybody, look at this plant I got. Everybody, come look at this plant. You want to see it? Well, where do you see it at the end of the season? It's going to be pretty <laughs> yeah. So there's just some stuff that I, I don't agree with. I still very much enjoy the the show and each episode, um, but it does from when you are analyzing things and looking at things from a story perspective beyond just great performances and great moments. It is kind of weak. It's kind of weak. Little weak sauce, huh? Yeah, little weak sauce. Little bit of weak sauce. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's like, who is that? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but it's the voice I use most often when talking to myself in the house these days. <laughs> Mike, are you hungry? <laughs> yes, in, I am. And in the, I am hungry and I want some more. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's jump into this episode now that we've properly shit all over it um, and find the good, because there was a lot of good. Uh, mm-hmm. So one quick thing I will say that, that was good throughout, the title card people took their foot off the gas. Really reined it back in. Yeah. Like, really blew their load early last season, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. we're out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's one quick thing that I would say that's positive. So Villanelle is waiting for Helena. She's in a room surrounded by knights and weapons, a whole lot of knights and weapons, uh, weaponry. Then she goes into another room full of knights and weaponry. Uh, And Rian, I believe the name was, of the other assassin is in there waiting. And she asks, Helena asks Villanelle, what are you? What is it that you're doing? Oh, I'm wor- I'm working out how to kill you, how I'd kill you. And she has a little bit of a burn. Helena burns her a little bit. Says something like, um, "You're only as good as your last." Kind of talking about her last kill. Yeah. So she says she doesn't. She would definitely use the chair, that little chair that was in that room, as part of. <laughs> she's like, I don't know how I'd kill you, but what I do know is that that adorable chair would somehow be involved. And they cut to the chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, might have been my favorite part of the episode. And the chair goes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So she kind of goes over to Villanelle and comforts her aggressively. <laughs> Can I just say I loved, loved it so much. <laughs> like, that is the most, like, intimacy and action we've gotten like with Villanelle, I mean, there were hair strokes, there was an arm squeeze, her head was pressed against Elena's bosom, and a kiss atop the fo- atop the head in the soft spot. <laughs> yeah, so. she um, she was treating Villanelle the way that Villanelle was asking her mom to treat her in the home episode. Oh, are you saw it as motherly? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sweet. I thought it, I saw it as sex Makeup love. sex. <laughs> sex. No, makeup sex. <laughs> uh, and remember Villanelle's all like, God, you're sexy? Yeah. I do. I think, <laughs> I think she was mostly fucking with her though. Like probably kind of meant it, but was mostly fucking with her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the things that she's saying to her as, as, she, <laughs> as she does this reminded me of Bane from Batman. Oh, um, yeah. Because she was like, uh, I'm going to try to do it. I love chaos. <laughs> <laughs> chaos disrupts. It rips apart and starts again. It's like a forest fire. It burns. It clears. It's monstrous, but it's beautiful. You're my beautiful monster. So she's a little, little baney. Oh, so bane. That's a good bane, Mike. That was good. <laughs> she's, she's so bane. She probably thinks oh. this song is about her. All right. Uh, so any other thoughts on that? There's a little bit more. We'll say trying to be positive about the show. Very pretty. Like, I like how this was all shot. Yeah. Like that, the show has very visually appealing. 
uh, and love everyone's outfits still. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to assume that's a location that exists. <laughs> and they weren't like, <laughs> we need 80 different knights, uh, suits of armor, and a whole bunch of weaponry. What's our budget? Well, we blew it on title cards last. <laughs> okay, so. cut the title cards this whole episode. How many nights can we get with that? <laughs> 75. Ooh, Done. Do <laughs> okay, wait, I lied. We're going to need two title cards. Oh. Get rid of, I don't know, how many nights does that make us lose? All right, <laughs> fine. I guess we can put a, a goofy little chair in where one of the nights was supposed to be. Oh. Well, it's going to seem out of place. Like, I guess we should make it, we should write about it, right? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Done. And then they shake on it. All right. (laughs) So um, she's asking her what's up. She's like, oh, I did something bad to my mom. I took a shit in her shoe when I was three. A really big one, too. That'd be gross. Be hard to aim. Uh, I don't know. Some shoes have white. Oh, here comes a humble brag. (laughs) I don't know. But let me tell you. I've I've done it. I've done it. Perfect. I've shat in many a shoe. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's harder than it seems. That's all I'm going to say. Tia, what do you got? No, no, no. Are we still talking poop? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Okay. Keep keep going. I have have a non poop thought. Wow, you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> Check out one of those other ones. What is your what is your non poop thought, Tia? My my non poo poo thought is why do you think I guess it's a question. Why do you think Villanelle didn't just tell Elena that she killed her mom? Like like that was kind of her opportunity to be honest, to build trust. She's a quote unquote keeper now. Because I think deep down, psychologically, she's just, like, not mature enough to do it. Like, I think that was, like, yeah, that was Mm. a moment. Because I agree. I was, like, oh, why is she doing this? It seems like a moment she just maybe could have been honest, like, and I think she just resorted resorted to her, like, childlike brain, and that's what came out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think if she admits like that she actually killed her, then she has to be vulnerable. Because it's like, well, right. why did you kill her? And it's yeah. just like uh, opens a whole, whole little emotion side. Yeah, because we're a pathological liar too. So it's just like continuing. Yeah, that. yeah. Because um, we're seeing on her face what's happening on the inside, mm-hmm. but she's not letting that, and that's just like what's kind of simmering uh, and boiling to the to the top. Uh, so she's kind of been coming undone. Uh, so she took a shit in a shoe, really big one. And, <laughs> and then she asks Helena for another job. And Helena's like, you are injured. Get the hell out of here. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll bring Dasha with me. We'll get it done. So she says success is essential. And uh, otherwise, why wouldn't, wouldn't I just send uh, Rian here? Who looks, she looks like a badass. She looks so scary. I like her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's so intimidating. Yeah. Uh, So why wouldn't I just send her? Sending your injured ass (laughs) with an old lady. Oh, and she also says, you wouldn't be able to kill me before I killed you. You're a child. You have no idea what you're dealing with. And she's like, oh, you're sexy. (laughs) You're you're so sexy, huh? (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so what's Helena's story? Is she, uh, did she rise through the, the ranks as well, we're to assume? She's a former assassin or current? Yeah, yeah. I mean, prob- probably, well, I don't know. It's weird because it's like, I mean, obviously she's younger than Dasha, but then she's over Dasha. <clears throat> so I don't know. Could have been. But it does, yeah, I mean, it does seem like that whole threat seemed like she was a former assassin. So yeah, maybe she, um, like was kind of like a villanelle, just not a, not as much of a psychopath. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what her, she does seem scary though. Like when she mm-hmm. threatened villanelle, I was like, oh, you better get it together, villanelle. Yeah. <laughs> Don't well, have the, her kill you. Yeah, that's the first time I was like, oh, I guess Elena got, you know, she's got some skills. Cause yeah. Who knows? But I hope, I hope we can see those skills yeah. Maybe we won't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I hope that if we, in this final episode, do not have a throwdown between Villanelle and Rian, or Villanelle and Helena, Elena, um, then that is a major disappointment for me. It's a Chekhov's gun, but with ladies. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have so many different things where they've tried so hard to plant the, this stuff, but the things that we want to see, eh. Yeah. Yeah more Asians again. Remember that? What about Asians? <laughs> I was so excited at the beginning of the season because there was like <laughs> Korean representation and language and all. I wish I wish we still had those folks around and just people Eve developing relationships and just seeing those develop. Sure. Just her being with her. I don't know. Was it her cousin? Anyway, she was with family in the restaurant and all that. I wish that was still a part of her world because, yeah, that's all. Yeah, they blew that Asian load early. <laughs> <laughs> that first episode, it's like, oh, look at all this cool Asian stuff. She's at the market. You know, and now they're uh, yes. like, her identity doesn't matter anymore. But think of all the title cards we got. Man, yeah. these suits of armor. Totally <laughs> worth it. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things I wish, I wish for more of from this yeah. season. But whatever. All right. So we go to Mo and Carolyn uh, at lunch in a fancy restaurant. Uh, Mo is, uh, was tailing Paul because uh, on Carolyn's orders, I want you to watch over Paul because she thinks that he is involved with the 12 in some way. He says he comes back, doesn't really find anything. Carolyn's like, okay, well, you didn't, you didn't try. So hey, you don't get this omelet. <laughs> and she also says, oh, he's not doing anything unless... It's uh, something um, like homely. And she's like, oh, well, jokes are for people that do their jobs correctly. And so are omelets. Burn. Got him. Yeah. Got Zinger. Him. Yeah. And you haven't worked hard enough to expose the evidence. Because he's like, you want me to just make up evidence? No, idiot. I want you to expose the evidence that's, that's already there. Do your job. Eve is hot on his heels, uh, which is another thing. Like, Eve... In this episode, Mo leaves, Eve arrives. Villanelle leaves, Eve arrives. A oh. um, couple moments throughout the episode like where people are just kind of crossing uh, mm-hmm. in the night. At the mm-hmm. end, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Eve just shows up and stuff. I was singing, Michelle Branches, you're everywhere to me. Because <laughs> Eve was everywhere to me. <laughs> Eve like, where did you come from? <laughs> yeah, she was. Because you're everywhere to me. When I close my eyes. <laughs> what happens? 
You it's up. you I see. <laughs> Dude, that's a good song. Uh, it is a good song. <laughs> it was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Was uh, that where the one where she's playing a piano on the back of a truck? I thought that, that was Mr. Carlton. Oh, yeah. I get the two of them confused. Yeah. They same, came out around same, the same time. time. Yeah. yeah. And same hair color. <laughs> yeah, similar similar vibe. Except Vanessa Carlton's more of like a folksy like person. <laughs> I can name two Michelle Brand songs. I can only think of that one Vanessa Carlton song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. What's the second Michelle Brand song you know? Doesn't she do Goodbye to You? Yeah. That's another oh, yeah. great one. Wait, what's the first one? I can't think of it. Everywhere. The one we were talking about. Wait. No, what's Vanessa Carlton's song? A oh. Thousand Miles. If I could us by. You got it okay. now, right, Whit? Okay. Yeah. Um, totally cleared up. <laughs> it's like we got three Vanessa Carltons on the podcast. <laughs> I know. Wow. I can't get Carolyn. I can't get one Carolyn, one Fiona Shaw, but I can get three Vanessa Carlton's. <laughs> so that's our budget. She, uh, Eve arrives and um, she also has her omelet. She has Moe's omelet taken away from her. She updates Carolyn on Villanelle's promotion and Carolyn doesn't seem impressed or that they should even be bothering with, with that. And she has a line that's something like, isn't it time you told me about what you said in the prison to Villanelle because you have your own connections to her? And she says that I offered her work. She refused. Great. Lies. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> no way. She, I don't know what she told her, but she didn't, it wasn't as simple as that. Or it shouldn't be as simple as that. This season, I feel like they're just like, oh, we got to close up some loops. <laughs> yeah. We got we to gotta cut some threads. Um, like when stuff comes back like that, it's like, great chance to wrap this up. Like, let's tie this little end off. I offered her a job. She said, no, done. (laughs) Finished. All right, new business. (laughs) Put that in the outbox. Um, Yeah, so she also asked, Eve asks, why why are we doing this? Well, so we're just compiling a list of all the worst people in the world. So that way, when we want to throw a Christmas bash, we have all their information. Yeah, and she also has a line where Eve is leaving. And she says, uh, you know, it's worth pointing out that heroes only get the girl in Hollywood. Oh, that's That's my dad. (laughs) (laughs) My parents are high school sweethearts. Yeah. (laughs) Really, Tia? (laughs) Tell that to Whitney and and her husband. (laughs) Brian. I don't know if she wants his name mentioned. <laughs> oh, no. Great. Now they got to move. They got to move again. <laughs> no. Pack it up. Yeah. Brian, pack it up. <laughs> Whitney, continue the podcast as you're taping up boxes, please. Yeah. Um, They're going to find the one Brian in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she mentioned the Messiah complex. Do you want? I mean, True. can we discuss what that is? What is that? You can you can save someone or save a situation. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like you're, like Jesus. Like you Jesus. You're the Messiah. Yeah. 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 Got it. Like um, Daenerys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ah, and we saw how good that turned out for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Messiah complex turned into a God complex. Yeah. yeah. Hello. 
Although in Catholicism, they're all the same thing. Anywho. Is that uh, a Catholic joke? <laughs> more like a Catholic humble brag. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah I guess other religions separate their deities. Uh, we switch them all together. <laughs> We get it. <laughs> Good God. Weird flexes today, Mike. <laughs> oh man, we got one guy, but he's three things. All right. So <laughs> we go to the detention center in Moscow, which is, you know, it seems as far as Russian detention centers or prisons go, seemed all right. Yeah, pretty nice. clean. Yeah, yeah, nice break. Yeah. yeah, good, good lighting. Looks like there was heat in there. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looked like a cafeteria at Ikea. <laughs> yeah. Now they've got like, Swedish meatballs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it looked, I mm. bet you the food's not that bad. Weren't the meatballs supposedly made of horses or something? I remember yes. that saying that. <gasps> That's a rumor. But now they have vegetarian <laughs> meatballs. Also made of horses. <laughs> yeah. Horses, they just say they're vegetarian. <laughs> they were vegan horses, though. So, <laughs> yeah. They Ooh. only ate grass and hay. <laughs> Transitive property. Uh, are the vegan ones separate or did they replace all the meatballs with vegan meatballs oh that people would be outraged mike if they did that okay so it's just an option there's there's options great i want to say don't quote me on it fans there might be chicken ones too they're just really expanding it's got a lot of meatballs. Whoa. <laughs> they have five different meatball dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Ikea is going to open a standalone restaurant that's just like, oops, all meatballs. <laughs> and I'd be in line. You don't get the good berry sauce, though, with the vegetarian meatballs. That's my one complaint, Ikea, if you're listening. You know, I'm sure I could ask for it, but I don't. <laughs> I just don't want to. I just go along with how it comes. But yeah, it'd be nice if uh, vegetarians like berry stuff. All right. So, Irina. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Not even going to try to smooth out this transition. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, Irina is being held at the detention center in Moscow where they may or may not have any type of Swedish meatball. <laughs> uh, and she's being evaluated by a doctor who more or less says that she's a sociopath, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So she is manipulative, calculated, and lacks empathy almost totally. Yeah, it's a yeah. sociopath. Yeah. According, yeah. yeah, according to my not doctor degree. According to my checkbox list here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Uh, how and- did they, they get there, though? Because I thought she was, like, running away. Like, did he turn her in? Yeah, that's yes, my complaint which, with this. Like, I was no like, sense. how do we go from nighttime, them like sneaking away together and be like, cool, we're off to, we're all hanging out at this place. You are in my- charge of the world's messiest assassin and your daughter <laughs> gets convicted? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, yes. Yeah, they yada, yada, yada over too much between this this night because the mom, like, where's the mom in all this? Where is the mom? Where's the mom? <laughs> show us the mom not the mama <laughs> <laughs> and uh any kind of coming to get her any kind of discussion with uh constantine and other people that says i don't know uh, i think we got to take her to a hospital i don't think she's all there you know yeah yeah um, i think i think they're they're I, I feel like the whole irena thing is just a big setup for whatever 
random thing that won't, probably won't be super important um, that they're going to have her do in season four. Because, yeah, it's they still could have left to Cuba. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to Andrew's point, like Villanelle's done so much worse and she hasn't been caught. I mean, I don't know. And then, yeah, this would have been a perfect time for the mom to show up. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they're hiding the mom. And one more point. All season two, Constantine was like, my family, where's my family? I got to find my family. Is my family safe? Was he just talking about Irina the whole time? But he said family instead of daughter. So it's weird that they're not showing more Constantine family members other than Irina. And this would have been the perfect time to show the mom. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) they're kind of setting her up as they have been. It seems like there's been this kind of vibe is that she is a young villanelle. Um, yeah. so having her do something that Villanelle would have done if she was her age, uh, you know, she burned down an orphanage, she's killing her, her stepdad. So we're, we're setting her up to, for there to be a young Villanelle kind of, kind of thing. Um, I, I kind of have a rogue lock. Uh Oh, it's a roguelock. <laughs> rogue <one lock>. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, well, actually it's a rogue lock for season four that kind of piggybacks off of, I think one of your locks, Andrew, which is, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not going to New York. If we go to New York in the last episode, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, No, I think I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this season, like Villanelle helps Irina like break out of this facility. And then we're left with like that cliffhanger for season four. Yeah. Yeah. It's my that roadblock. Could cool. I could just see because they are like really making Arena seem like an assassin psychopath in like an origin story, like Tia said before. So that just makes sense. What are they both are is Arena gonna have her own thing and then Villanelle's gonna do theirs? I feel like they'd have to team up or it would be I don't know, be stupid. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then that pulls Constantine back in to work with Eve and, and his, and his former lover, Carolyn, again. Yeah. Um, ah, lovers. In this scene, he also tries to bribe the doctor where he gives him, he shows him a little bit of money. Doctor's like, nah, shows him a little bit more. Nah, shows him a little bit more. Nah. And then shows him uh, 10% off <laughs> first massage at Ritz Carlton. Wait, he's not German. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 10% massage. Yeah. You want 10% off? Does that tickle your fancy? Yeah. Does that intrigue you? Yeah. To the poison I just drank? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so he tries to bribe him and then he gets mad because he says that she has to stay. She's not going anywhere. And he's like, but we had a holiday booked. This <laughs> is another point where his heart starts to have issues. Um, yeah. Doctor's like, you want to sit down? He's like, nah, I don't. I don't want to sit down. So uh, she's not going anywhere. And he says that she is a very disturbed child. I just don't, I just, again, same. Just don't understand why he brought her there. But I guess it's just to further that development of Irina. Yeah. I mean, I can see him taking her there. I just want to see how that conversation happens. Um, He's her dad and cares about her. Once her, if if she is having some troubles there, 
doesn't want him to turn out like Villanelle. But what is the the lesser of two evils here? Is it to have her go there and undergo treatments or anything like that? Or is it to just leave town as planned and maybe go to a Cuban doctor? You know? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah, I don't know. That would, man, that would have been a really good, again, season three do-over, but it would have been a good opportunity to, like, right after it happened, if the mom ran out freaking out and screaming, like, oh my God, like what happened? You know, then it kind of justifies how all that happened and why he decided to do that. Um, but yeah, it is, because it, it's like, why even bribe the doctor? It's like, you brought her there, now you want to bribe him to get her out? Yeah. Ah, my yeah. head hurts. Yeah, we do have one episode left, and some of this, of course, may come up in the final final episode. So we'll ha! reserve <laughs> like Nelson. <laughs> Nelson over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll move on to the bitter pill where Eve is in the dump dumpster and she's looking for a cake box. Bear arrives, and <laughs> I just love the way that he he sounds the way he sounds, but all of that was dropped when he said the word croissant. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, if you really want something, I could give you money for a croissant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, aren't you better just getting a croissant? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in the dumpster, Bearer? You won't eat old dirty cake. I could give you money for a croissant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was like a voice insert. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Yeah, it wasn't right the first time. They had to redub it. All right. He said so, something else, and they're like, "Oh, we have to go back and edit that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took him nine takes just to get the uh, uh, croissant right. Nine. Get a croissant. Takes. Nine. <laughs> all right. So the office was raided. Oh no! Oh, uh, no. Shit is all turned over. Ask Jamie what happened. Why they did that? Oh, you know. Uh, Something about Official Secrets Act, colluding with criminals on the dark web, getting info illegally, et cetera, et cetera. Eve is trying to get to the bottom of it. He asks her, like, what are you going to do? You're going to Google how to bring down global crime syndicate? No, I'm going to Google a bakery. Uh, so she Googles this, uh, this bakery trying to find some information. And he advises Bear to stay out of it, which is, at this point, pretty good advice. If you want to mm-hmm. live. So. Um, Eve does not have the best track record with, uh, white guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill, Hugo, Kenny, Nico. So as soon as it was like, oh, bear working with Eve, I was like, no bear. I was yelling at my laptop. I was like, Frank. run away. <laughs> Don't Frank. do it. Yeah. Uh, so quick poll, who believes that bear lives through this season? Andrew. Oh, I, I think he makes it the final episode, but not much longer after that. Okay. So he lives through the season. Whitney? I think he gets an injury that he should die from, but <laughs> he's going to survive. Like an injury that you're like, well, there's no way he's living. And then he's going to be back. I'm Can guessing I- cliffhanger. Mm. I don't mean to sound harsh, but I hope he dies. <laughs> like, oh. I don't... <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I just, not enough... I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I don't think enough people have died this season. Like, I need... I don't know. Maybe I'm 
there's been there have been too many like almost deaths, like too many. What do they call brushes? Too many almost deaths. Yeah, too many brushes with death. Like kill kill some people. So it's like if we're not going to kill principal characters, let's kill yeah. off the dumb ones like Bear. Yeah, if we're not going to kill Eve, let's kill everybody else. <laughs> yeah, if we're not going to kill Carolyn, you? we're not going to kill Nico. Kill Bear. I'm done with him. I'm, I'm done with his croissant Aww. talk. Aww. And his, his <laughs> Those were his boxers in the dumpster, by the way. I yeah. I mean, that's the impression. That's the impression that I get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's what I I think is going on. There. Uh, that genre did not last for very long, huh? Was it like horn ska? definitely horn ska (laughs) oh man sounds like a a character on game of thrones horn ska (laughs) yeah how did horn ska die (laughs) (laughs) do we think he's named bear just so that the writers could write exit pursued by bear (laughs) bear follows everyone out yeah that seems that seems as logical as anything yeah Yeah. wouldn't put it past him and bear is definitely a nickname like his name is probably like Jerry or something, but like Bear is in his Barry. I think it's Bear. <laughs> Not you think Jerry. it's just? <laughs> you think it's just? I mean, that's kind of like it's cool, but then kind of mean if you grow up to be like, you know, like a like a bigger boy like he is. Bear Grylls. <laughs> Are you Bear Grylls? Yeah. I is that his real name? I think. Yeah. So. See, I guess it's just a gamble because you could grow up to be like Bear Grylls, like fit and awesome everyone's like that sounds cool yeah but then you could be the other bear that you're like oh you just eat a lot of candy and exactly his, <laughs> his real name is pretty awesome the actor's name is turlo Convery. Con- oh god Convery. Convery. turlo Convery. that could not be more british yeah turlo is his first name oh. like could there be um, more consonants in that name good god <laughs> turlo <laughs> I can't imagine holding a baby after pulling it out, being like, oh, I'm going to name you Turlo. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, is this an at-home birth? <laughs> With only yourself? you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> when, is, uh, when are you giving birth? The four I think you it out. Tur- <laughs> yeah. Turlo. Dude, I wonder if it's like Turlock or something. Oh, Turlock. like maybe I'm not saying it right. Turlock. Who knows? Oh, like, but maybe might... I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Irish. All right. Yeah, it sounds Irish. We go back to the detention center. Irina is at they're at they're at this uh, table talking, and she is just acting like this is all an act. Like he took her here to scare her, and she's talking to him about, oh, you're up here. I need you down here. You should read some Stanislavski because you're overacting. So, you know, maybe try again. Uh, and he's like, no, uh, Arena, knock it the fuck off. You are not going anywhere. I, I'm going to London. I got to be there. I'll be back in two days or so, but they want to keep you here. And then she's like, oh, great. Wonderful. I guess, I guess I'm fucking nuts now, huh? Um, <laughs> uh, she tells him to go eat a, you know, Eat a, a dick. dick. Eat a dick yeah. in Icelandic. In Icelandic, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. 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 And that was, that was a kind of fun moment because he does say, 
how much of a pain in the ass she is and how she says, you know, and then, you know, she's fine. And then she'll yell at me, eat a dick in Icelandic, um, which she then does. So it mm-hmm. checks out. Must it, be a phase. It tracks. <laughs> yeah. We all go through that phase. Yeah. Screaming Icelandic at our, at our parents. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we go back to the bitter pill and Eve is on the phone with the bakery trying to get some info about who bought the cake, when it was bought, things like that. And bear shares. <laughs> Bear shares uh, <laughs> share bear. that he lost his virginity in Reykjavik. Once again, Iceland stuff. Reykjavik Ooh, played mm-hmm. a big part mm-hmm. for some reason in this episode. And then they kind of hit on the Barcelona. Oh, that's where Dash is running uh, her out of. That's got to be it. So they, they do that. And then they run the credit card that was used. And it was used 20 minutes ago in Aberdeen. I thought it was kind of lame that Bear was like, oh, she's bloody brilliant. Like, it's like, I'm not sure how brilliant, like Eve is undoubtedly very smart, but I think she's more, like, I wouldn't consider her brilliant. So I think it's just weird to be like, remember, Eve is very smart, like kind of pushing that on us a little bit. I just thought it was kind pretty unnecessary. Yeah, in season one, in season one, I felt like I, that might be an adjective that I would use to describe her, that she was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the seasons have gone on, she's become less brilliant and more just simply impulsive and moment to moment. There is no bigger yeah. picture with her anymore. Yeah. To me, Eve is kind of a psychopath too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, your husband is like, you know what I mean? Like all the stuff that she's done, everything she's ruined, it's like, she kind of is just seeming like another psychopath to me. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, they had that kind of uh, backdoor evaluation done on her a couple of seasons ago, right? Or last season? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, she's got some. She's got some tendencies. I'll piggyback on the Eve not being that smart either. Her like <laughs> being like, you can't be rated twice in one day. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's the government. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, remember but. where we where we were? You remember where we raided earlier? <laughs> you're gonna you're not gonna believe this. We gotta go back. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. What? We it's a done. one a day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but to wait till tomorrow. The holiday. <laughs> well, we gotta wait till Tuesday then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and whenever I hear Aberdeen. I always think of Lord of the Rings when they light the beacons. And that's one of the ones, one of the last ones in Gandalf, who, by the way, happy birthday, Ian McKellen. Ah, uh, sir. Yeah, Ian sir. McKellen? Yeah, I'm sorry. Sir Ian. Sir he Ian. is knighted. Yeah, 81, I believe. Oh. And in Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, when they light the beacons, uh, that's one of the last ones that he says. Looks at it, and it's like, Aberdeen. Yeah. Mm. So. I always think of the, um, I think it's a city in Washington state where Kurt Cobain is from. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. When it said Aberdeen on the title card, I was like, oh, are we in the States? <laughs> the wrong <laughs> nope. coast? <though>. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we are not. So we go to Aberdeen, Scotland, where Dasha and Villanelle are checking into a hotel, and they are not on the same page about anything. Not their cover stories not this kill, not who's going to do it, not when it's going to happen, nothing, which is a shame, you know, because I really enjoyed their relationship 
uh, in the earlier parts of the season. Uh, I still enjoy it. I like the way that they kind of play off each other, but I'm, it's kind of sad to see that that kind of mentor mentee has kind of gotten destroyed a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't cry, Mike. Don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because they had it. <laughs> oh, she also says Dasha has dementia. They get into an elevator where Dasha acts like she's going to kind of caress her wound, uh, and then she just kind of presses, almost seemingly puts her thumb inside where, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird. Wiggles around a little bit. Yeah, not cool. Not cool, Dasha. She says, you know, you think that, you know, going to get back to Russia is going to be a big to-do. It's not. The only thing waiting for you back in Russia is indifference. Ooh. Right? Ooh, that's yeah. worse than hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one cares about an aging KGB crone. Russia has vegans now. Wow. Yeah. You're going to go and order stroganoff. You're going to get laughed at. A lot of food-related burns. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was related to, like, what you can and can't order. And- <laughs> yeah. And Dash is like, I don't need no fucking hero's welcome. I just want to go back. Uh, and if I want stroganoff, I'll get my son to make it. Ooh, oh, my son. Oh, oh you know Sorry, my son? I guess Villanelle did not know that Dasha had a son. She says, she turns it around a little bit. She's like, I have my, I have my son. I'll have stroganoff when I want it. I'll be back home. I'll have them around me. When you die, you're going to be all alone. No one gives a shit about you. So It's like, where is this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I feel like they didn't really do a good job of taking us from their relationship, you know, them like kind of Dasha being like a mentor and trying to help Villanelle to all of a sudden them being, did I miss something as far as them being this like pissed off at each other? No. I mean, there's stuff that they reference in passing. Uh, mm-hmm. To kind of where they want that to kind of fill the void of information, but I, yeah, I would agree. I don't think it's quite quite enough. It's enough to kind of suspend belief a little bit and just move on. But yeah. I think after some of the writing that the show has had, we're a little spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just Game of Thrones again. It's like watching Daenerys's turn that they're just like she oh wouldn't God. hurt anyone and they're like just kidding she burned a whole town and everybody <laughs> yeah yeah did y'all get thrown off by like this quick change in the camera angles in the elevator it's like it was showing both of them and all of a sudden it was like Dasha's <laughs> face Villanelle's oh, face yeah. them yeah. looking at each other yeah I was like okay <laughs> it's like the uh, the camera operator got pushed into the elevator with them yeah. Um, it's like, like yeah. the doors closed behind him. <laughs> it was even just like really the ceiling. <laughs> a lot of close face talking. And then oh yeah, and then there was the burn with the halitosis. Aw. Yeah. Poor Dasha. Yeah. That's yeah. serious. Yeah. That's a serious thing. I mean, I'm not familiar. <laughs> My breath smells like roses. You never smelled a bad breath? <laughs> a, a single bad breath. Not oh no, I have. I'm just breath. saying I'm not. <laughs> yeah, has anyone ever smelled breath so bad that it made your eyes water? Uh, I've smelled breath so bad that it, it's made me gag. Oh, but not my eyes water. <laughs> uh, quick note: I also don't know why the heck Dasha needed to have a son and why that needed to be brought up unless it shows itself later. Right. Which at this point seems like a weird time. It seems just a weird time to introduce a point like that. 
So yeah, that came, I was like, whoa, that came out of left field. That's true. But that's season three, man. They're getting experimental because they know that they have a couple more seasons. So they're just like, like why the heck not? Yeah. Yeah. We go to Constantine uh, at home where Geraldine is waiting for him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she says like she got a key from a neighbor. Yeah. 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 That is a huge red flag. Yeah. That is a psychopath. Like they're not dating. They kissed like once, right? Yeah. Also, fuck this neighbor. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? And you run a crime syndicate. Stop giving your key out to people. <laughs> yeah. Right? Come on. What are you doing, you Constantine? You don't know how to pick locks and like break into something and said you're like, here, neighbor. No. Yeah, and like bold move to just be there and like oh. have have dinner. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if I'd ever I'd be comfortable with that. Like a couple months into like dating someone, oh. <laughs> like it's if bold. You, if you gave someone a key, like you're at that stage of dating, they go like, I want you to have a key. Sure. And then you come home, and they're like, Oh, I thought I surprised you. Like, okay, this is nice. Before that, that's just like, Oh, we need to talk. This is over. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But you got to start with a whole bunch of compliments. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're really strong. <laughs> you have beautiful eyes. Um, okay. I, uh, that's all I got right now because you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now get right. out of my house. Okay. See you next week. Uh, yeah. That is a person that you're like, we're breaking up. And they'd be like, uh, it takes two people to get in a relationship. It takes two people to get out. Uh, no. Wait, like, have people said that to you? No, but uh, my sister's Brian? college friend had <laughs> tried to break up with a guy and he said that. And I was like, that is crazy. No, This isn't like it takes two to tango. <laughs> no, it's not no. like the same. Yeah. It's done. It takes it's one also, person. It's also crazy to think like if... You you want to be in a relationship with a person that you know is like I want to break up. It's like right. nope. Cool. So what movie are we gonna go watch? It's yeah. Like, you go. No. Yeah. It's like let's sleep on it. And you want to put on a movie? <laughs> <laughs> like bizarre. Anyway, Geraldine is bold. Kind yeah. of like a you know like there's a part of me that's like good for you, but then there's a part of me that's like no creepy stalker status. Like <laughs> yeah. totally crossing boundaries. Yeah. She had this great idea to break in there, have dinner and everything. Constantine's not having it, starts sending her on away. And she's like, all right, fine. I guess we're not having steak for dinner. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess I'll go back home where my mom is working on a case and getting really close to something. Can't talk about it though. Um, and then he turns around. He's like, oh, steak. Okay. I like steak. I like filet mignon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> another French word. I like <laughs> And uh, then she drops her bag. She's like, you bastard. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were using me to get close to, to my mom. Um, and uh, you're only in it for, for information. And he's like, oh, you got me. <laughs> he wasn't even like, oh, no, baby, no. He's like, yeah. <laughs> this was so weird. Like, why? Why didn't we see this play out exactly? We didn't see any. This has all been just verbal for mm-hmm. the audience. Like, yeah. Constantine, like she tried to kiss me. Like the only time we saw them like together before this was when he gave her the magnet, yeah. which was a a listening device. And I just don't believe it. And I think they know we don't believe it, which is why they're not going to let us see it because <laughs> maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. they tested it. 
And it was like, there's zero chemistry here. So let's just have them talk about how there was chemistry. <laughs> Neither yeah, of them know how to kiss. They filmed each other kissing and they're like, well, this isn't gonna. Um, they're like, okay, can I try that cake again? And then it's like, yeah. like Barbie's hitting each other. Oh, it's like those, um, what, what's that video? I think it, they like, they were virgins and the first time that they kissed each other was at their wedding. Oh, <laughs> yes. And it's like, he's like licking all around her face. Oh, uh, what movie is that? I got to see it. It's I not think a it's, movie. It's a, no, it's, it's like real life. Clip. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, well no, I don't want to see that. That just will make me sad. Yeah. So no, maybe that should. is that is how they, they were kissing and the director was like, we can't show that. We can't air this. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I didn't even think about that, Tia, how it's like, we have this like subplot that we've literally never seen. It's all just like word of mouth. And <laughs> since it's word of mouth, literally. we don't know what's true. We don't know who to believe. It's not like gr- that, that subplot isn't grounded in any way. I know who not. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't want to say No, that. you can't. You got it. No, I can't. You got to say it now. <laughs> you got to say it now. <laughs> yeah. Geraldine's really cool, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I think she's a cute outfit, though. I like yeah. her outfit. Yeah. Why is she on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think she does have a purpose, though. Like, I think with Mike's, what he was saying is that, like, we wouldn't be able to see Carolyn, like, unwinding as much or, like, becoming unraveled mm-hmm. and, like, breaking down. I. Yes, yeah. we need to yeah. see. I mean, it's not just so much about seeing Carolyn become unraveled. It's about seeing Carolyn be a human being. Uh, we see her. We see her as a machine. She behaves very machine-like throughout this entire series. No emotion. No nothing. Bleep bleep blurp kind of uh, behavior. And here comes someone else because we don't have Kenny to uh, show that side of her. So we need. We need Geraldine in there. Mm-hmm. Give her another mm-hmm. kid. We're just giving everyone <laughs> a kid. Yeah. yeah so everyone has a kid. <laughs> We're going to find out Eve has a kid. <laughs> yeah. You got a kid. You got a kid. <laughs> Look under your chairs. Yeah. I think I, I, I agree with you, Mike, that she's there to show Carolyn's humanity, but I think she there just has to be some sort of other turn that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. That we need to see she's playing a different side of the campaign. Yes. Cause almost every scene from the beginning has been like, mother, you need to feel something. Why don't you feel something? It's like, we get it. We know who Carolyn is. We kind of, we don't really know who you are, why you're there, but whatever. But you keep saying the same thing to Carolyn all the time in different ways. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. It's like, even if that was the point, it's like, okay, well, what else can you do? Oh, have a fake relationship with Constantine. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm back. Sorry. I don't know what happened. You're back. How was that? Do you guys watch the video? Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It's worse than I remember. That's so bad. that I remember. <laughs> Wait, Mike, say what you said it looked like. He kisses like he's eating corn on the cob. Oh. <laughs> so gross. So gross. Let's think about it. Have we ever seen, has Constantine kissed anyone on camera? 
I don't, I don't think so. Like maybe he kisses like that, and they're just like, okay, maybe we'll yeah. try with someone else, and they're just like, oh, God damn <laughs> it! it. No. <laughs> I think it's him. It's I don't know. Yeah, they're like he's such a good actor. Otherwise, he's so handsome. Why wouldn't he be a good kisser? <laughs> but the man can't kiss. <laughs> she was the, the the way she was mad at him was almost like it was maybe it was more than a kiss. Oh, they boned. You know oh. what I mean? It's for her to be like, for her to be like, I brought steak and said, I knew it. Like that level of anger she had. That's guys. Like when- you know what this means? This means they definitely made sex, and <laughs> Constantine sex. is good in the sack. <laughs> That's what this means. That. Yeah, they made sex. <laughs> yeah, they made sexes. Oh my god! Wait, when did his heart pain start? No. Probably when she, like, she probably texts him nonstop. She's probably a pain in the ass. She's clingy. Yeah. yeah. Stage five. She went next door, got the key, uh, went yeah. into the house and started cooking. And, I mean, I think that some of this I can definitely overlook. I think the idea that the neighbor has a key is all just the keeping up appearances sort of thing. He has to act like a good neighbor. Uh, and um, probably does certain things like that to appear normal. So I can get, we, we joke around uh, about a lot of these things, but I think that there are in-world reasons why some of this stuff would and could happen. Um, and as far as Geraldine breaking in, it may not be so much that she really felt that they had something and it's super clingy, but that she's fucking pissed that she knows that he was using her uh, and wanted to do it in such a way that to catch him off guard rather than, hey, I need to talk kind of kind of deal. Um, yeah, but I think she she must have known that something was up. Like, she had a hunch that something was up. And my therapist says that you shouldn't ask a question unless you're ready to hear, like, you know, the options of answers. Yeah. And your therapist is that guy from the Russian detention center, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He turns uh, on a clipboard with a checklist. You're a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it also shows that she had expectations of them staying in relations, which is ridiculous. It's really, I'm like, really, girl? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. And he says that he's a shit person because she's like, what kind of person would do this? A shit, a shit person. I'm a shit person. Shit, shit, shit. Um, and she says, I, I hope you die. <laughs> yeah. That is like another red flag of her being like, okay, you're a little. Because they had sex. But like, again, breaking up what? with someone if you're mad, I feel like that's like a good like F you moment, not I hope you die. Yeah, yeah. that's a little intense. Well, he was spying on her mom. She's been trying this whole season to get close to her mom that she clearly cares about and wants that relationship. And the one person that the other person that she connected to is spying is using her to get close to, to her mom. So, Oh my So if you're a relationship therapist, you're like, you guys need to focus more on your things you have in common. Is that what you're telling them? <laughs> uh, no, I'm telling them they should not even be together. Stop oh, doing I thought you're like, focus on what you have <laughs> in common, not what you have. <sighs> I'm just thinking about her point of view uh, and oh. why it, it may not all be her being clingy so much as uh, her feeling protective of her mom that she cares yeah. about. 
I'm a Geraldine stan. We all know this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> get it. There, I, I, I want you to connect with some, if there are other Geraldine stans online, I really we got us. We have them. a subreddit. We're all. Oh, it's, a, <laughs> it's 100% a Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah. uh, having her get much more, use that emotion in a violent, uh, in a violent way, could definitely be something we might see in episode eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> possible as maya angelou says when someone shows you who they are believe them and geraldine is boring (laughs) (laughs) oh there it is i think whitney gets real block points oh (laughs) couldn't do it you couldn't be nice to her the whole day (laughs) mike goaded me too hard all right moving on uh so dasha and villanelle are golfing villanelle by the way dressed like scottish grinch I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> Those <laughs> pants, though. Those <laughs> pants. She looks like uh, a beautiful Yeti <laughs> that got sprayed like with green dye. I yeah. just couldn't tell where the fur was coming from and where it was going. Like, it was like kind of on her shoulder, kind of on like the back of her arm. I'm like, I, I just can't decide what's happening. Yeah. But the pants, I was, the pants and the shoes were amazing mm-hmm. uh, sure. so dasha says that she's going to miss killing people and uh she talks about looking in their eyes seeing your reflection in their dilated pupils as they die and listening mm-hmm. to their final breaths which if you remember us on this podcast that's one of the things we would talk a lot about with villanelle which yeah. we haven't really seen her messes have gotten less patient and more just let's just get this oh i gotta kill again fine Blech. yeah I'll push you off a ladder, as opposed to some of the more patient kills that we've seen in in previous seasons. So it it was neat to hear Dasha, who is her mentor, talk about some of those things. So we see how Villanelle got that got that way. She says she's looking out over these people golfing. They're they're eyeing their mark from atop this uh, hill and looking down on. She's like, oh, in the Cold War, I killed so many Americans. You can make a uh, a sweaty canvas or something, sweaty quilt out of tapestry. Out of yeah, and Villanelle's like, okay, you you have kill. I will let you kill. <laughs> You'll have kill. Uh, you kill. You talk so much about it. Fine. You you. It'll be my uh, retirement gift, kind of thing. Um, and Dasha doesn't take the gift. She's like, you know what? I see what's happening here. You only want me to do it. Because you don't got it. <laughs> she doesn't still got it. She's like, you, are, you don't think that you're going to be able to make it happen when the, uh, when the time comes. And you don't want them to think that they promoted a dud. So once again, coming at her, coming at her neck. They're not uh, a good team anymore. They're no longer mm-hmm. like a peas, peas in a pod. They're a no. totally, totally... Uh, Opposite ends of a magnet. Wow, what am I? <laughs> Someone's turned me off. <laughs> oh, man, Kelly Bot's mis- is malfunctioning. Ah, oh, oh, someone no. reset me. Yeah, oh, someone uh, tried let's... turning her off and turning her back on. <laughs> Just uh, give her a child, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're opposites. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Well said, Andrew Whitehead. Yeah, so Eve is... In a Scottish Uber, and this guy is talking her ear off about how he likes to go on true crime tours throughout London, 
and they're headed toward Castle Stewart, which is where this golf course uh, apparently is. Uh, and then Villanelle and Dasha um, wave down their mark, uh, asking for help finding a finding a, a golf ball uh, that mm-hmm. they are saying that they they lost. And this guy's like, "Oh, go ahead, I got it. I'll handle this." And Villanelle says that the deal is off. I'm going to kill him. This guy's a scumbag too. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like um, not the best. Well, I mean, maybe he has the best representation of America right now. So I'll just yeah. say that. Yes. <laughs> just yeah. leave that there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he gets out, sends them away, helps them find the golf ball, and they're just taking him further and further into the woods, um, which... <laughs> the grandmother's house. Yeah, right? This is, this is so ridiculous on this guy's part. And it, um, it's probably just that he is a scumbag and he has two women waving him down that he's... He's going to help because the what they came up with to get him is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. But they clearly would know his kind of they have like their file folders that say different personality traits and shit like that. So I can I can get over that pretty pretty easily, I think. Mm-hmm. Um so but they're like, yeah, it's a little further. Yeah, just a little bit a little bit more in here. Yeah, yeah, come on in. Everything, all the things they had him say just leading up to is just really just piling on like the stereotype and then uh the the booty crack showing as he's like he's like <laughs> yeah. where's the ball and he yeah. and he has bent over for a while it's just like this is yeah just i don't know i thought it was very uh cartoonish his character yeah uh um, yeah Villano raises her golf club to do some damage and hits dasha with it oh yeah Goldcoxer. yeah uh and she goes down down for the count and I thought she was going to kill the guy too. Uh, sends him away. She's like, what do you do? What do you stop a gap and go? Run. Get yeah, out of like here. Run. <laughs> Run. Get, Get to the chopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. another kill. Another thing that I think would have killed Dasha. Like she got hit in the head with a oh. golf club. She would have like been so concussed and probably like bled. Right. And <laughs> why wouldn't Villanelle hit her again? Like if she wanted to kill her, like, yeah. Villanelle, her skills as an assassin are deteriorating. Oh, at a rapid rate. At a rapid rate. Rapid pace. Which I feel is the point, uh, which is why they're showing her uh, like this. I don't think it's... We put a lot of stuff on the storyline and bad writing at times um, or skipping over some important details. Um, But I think this makes sense. Uh, this, This moment in general, I don't think she necessarily wants to kill Dasha. Uh, right. she wants to kill that guy and couldn't bring herself to do it. And rather than deal with Dasha, who may have turned around and caused a, a fight between those two, um, she kind of knocks her out and uh, sends, the, sends the guy off. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think she was trying to kill Dasha so much as she just didn't want her to see what happened next. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. and then at some point which again, we don't see, she organizes this meetup and getaway with Constantine. So, but I still, I don't know. This guy was such a jerk. And I feel like it's hard for me that she killed sweet Bertha, who was chasing her around the garden, trying to chase her hiccups away. She was so sweet, that lady. But then this is the guy you let live? You killed Gabriel? I just think about all the really nice people she's killed. But then the guy who I would... You know, it's like, yeah, get him. Yeah. I don't know. 
And I don't know if it's intentional or not, but the guy definitely had a look like Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Pretty damn close. Yeah. So, killed the dude. Yeah. Uh, So, he runs off, and (laughs) he runs into the street as Eve is approaching. He gets in Eve's car, and Eve is asking details. What does she look like? Where was this? Uh, And the guy's like, just drive. What the fuck do I, what does it matter? Um, What does she look like? And he says that, um, oh, she's got a really nice figure. She's really pretty. <laughs> like, this guy would be the absolute worst in any kind of lineup. Um, yeah. And doesn't even once say, like, oh, long blonde hair and with an old lady um, or anything close to things that are helpful, but it's enough. And <laughs> Eve kicks him out of the car, and they drive to the 16th hole. Um, before that, though, we get that title card somewhere nearby. And Villanelle had called Constantine, apparently, and is waiting for him. They get in the car, and where are we going? We're going to get his money. Like Tia said, we just uh, kind of skip over some some things there. And also, that moment kind of played with my sense of timing. Mm -hmm. uh, Because she said that they like waiting for a couple of hours, right? Yeah. She did say he was late or something, right? Yeah. She was like, um, what took you so long? Yeah, yeah, because he was in London, I think, the last we saw him dealing with Geraldine. Um, so to get to Aberdeen, Scotland, uh, I didn't Google Maps it, but it's going to take some time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, can we go back to one thing? Because yes. this really pulled me out of it, and I couldn't focus on yeah, a lot go. that was happening. Uh, Eve was sitting in the middle seat by herself. Who chooses the middle seat? Uh, in an empty van? Yeah. empty van like the first thing we saw her the first time like you couldn't really tell she was in the middle seat i was like oh, maybe it's just a really small car it looks like it's the middle maybe yeah. she's with someone and that's all i could focus on and then she was in the middle i think it drove me crazy i think for somebody that is on man i am the devil's advocate of this podcast are um, you a middle seater <laughs> no i'm saying what, what i'm about to say in certain situations would make me a middle seater so if i am on the hunt for somebody and somebody else is driving, I'm in the back seat. I might go middle seat because you have the full view. Uh, whereas Why not if you, shotgun at that point? Or, or yeah. shotgun. Yeah. I think I, I, that didn't pull me out. I think given the circumstances, it made sense for her, if she wasn't going to pick shotgun, to pick a middle seat where she had a full view. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was more distracted by this dude's like horrendous description of Villanelle. <laughs> 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 I was like so frustrated. I'm like, why can't you do this better? Yeah. Uh, so she stumbles on, Eve stumbles on Dasha, unconscious, uh, and she kind of wakes her up a little bit. Dasha's laughing and says, he has lovely mustache like Stalin. And Eve takes a moment, thinks about it, and is like, oh, shit. Okay, you're talking about my guy. Um, hmm. And uh, then proceeds to stand on her chest as rib by rib uh, starts to crack. And then we hear some sirens and she scampers off. Murderer that, that Eve she is. Yeah. Yeah. And she looked um, psycho there too. Yeah. Uh, she was totally into it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sasha was asking for <clears throat> we talking about my man's mustache officer. <laughs> Uh, is that Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Doctor. 
I'm sorry, doctor. Yeah. Uh, so Mo is hot on the trail, and uh, he found a thing linking thingy to the thingy. He's like, you know, uh, Paul to the 12th. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Why'd you do that, Mo? Hey, I found a thing linking thingy to the thingy. Uh, you know, Paul to the 12th. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Yeah. He's going to make, he's going to celebrate with uh, pretty much everything that Paul was getting, uh, including an omelet um, okay. and a bath bomb. And then we see that Rian is on his tail. Not going to turn out well. I guess you could say Rian is going to do some work, 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 <laughs> work. Yeah. All right. That's a, that's a, a little bit of a, of a walk. Rian. I, I get it. Uh, Brianna, <laughs> Mike, I don't yeah. think you get it. I I get it, Mike. Uh, no, I don't think you understand what she did there. They're so close in name. Oh, I'm familiar. And then she quoted the song, yeah, I, I, which I, is called "Work, Work, Work," <laughs> but the chorus is longer. It's more of that word. Uh, it's all under the same umbrella. Yes, uh, Ella. <laughs> Ella. Okay. Which, Sorry. Got it. All right. So Uh, we are at the train station. Constantine saying, everybody wants to kill me. He wants to kill me. She wants to kill me. They want to kill me. Everyone wants to kill poor Constantine. And I, Bill and I was like, I thought you said you didn't want to talk about it because what I'm hearing is a whole lot of talking about it. Just saying. Um, And he says, what I'm going to do in Cuba. I burn, I burn like that. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, you know, this way you can get murdered in a cute Havana shirt. (laughs) And then Constantine has a heart attack. Finally. Yeah, he has the much-awaited heart attack. And no one even popped in to scare him. Yeah. He worked himself up. He worked, worked, worked himself up. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? I don't get it. I don't get what you did. I did it multiple times. Yeah, it was just a, a thing that happened. I'm not sure. Maybe it was uh, some feedback. No, no, no. I think oh, if you yeah. just said work and once, we would have gotten it. Was, it, it was so. like yeah. feedback from the Zoom. <laughs> and uh, has, a, has a heart attack, and Villanelle is, or yeah, Villanelle is looking for the, um, asking about the money. He says mm-hmm. that it's, you know, check my pocket, there's some info there. She grabs it, and she runs off, um, like Marty McFly, after <laughs> he, Biff, Biff gets knocked out, <laughs> takes the uh, yeah. sports almanac from him. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Back to the Future mm-hmm. 2. One of the better seasons of all time. She, she runs off. Eve is, is right there. Everywhere. And, yeah, Eve, everywhere. And uh, runs after Villanelle. Villanelle waves goodbye from the train. Oh, but she asks, remember, she stops also. Nobody's helping Constantine. She stops and asks Constantine, where is she? Yeah. She did Where's ask all the strangers all standing around, did someone call an ambulance? Yeah, they said yeah, they're, on the, they're on the way. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did yeah. say that they're, the, someone said that they're on the way. So he's being taken care of. She doesn't need him there. They ain't that close. So then we cut to Mo after he gives his phone call. They go over to him floating in the creek like the faces in the dead marshes in yeah. Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. Do yep. we think he's dead or just holding his breath for a really long <laughs> Yeah, time seriously. I yeah. know. You see him next episode. Yeah. Dead faces in the water. Dead faces in the water. I know the way. Follow me. I can't do a golem. <laughs> yeah, your golem is not good. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even, no, I didn't even try. 
I didn't Your gullum was more mic than you usually are. <laughs> I said I can't do. <laughs> I just turned up the mic. Yeah, um, you became more mic. I can't do a gollum, so I didn't even try. <laughs> kind of embarrassing. Well, yeah, I mean, we know you can't do a gollum now, but. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah, so Mo's dead. Well, <laughs> I'm not convinced. Yeah. We'll I wait need a funeral see. to know. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to Carolyn's home and she's asking what's, uh, Geraldine's asking what the, what's the, you know, what's the matter? What's the matter with you? You're ordering takeaway. Takeaway. Yeah. They're ordering takeaway, yeah. not takeout, takeaway. I like or that. Or carry out. Yeah, that's cute. Takeaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Takeaway. Uh, so the weasel who I thought was a weasel turns out to be. A weasel? So, precisely. Um, this, she says like, she's going to go run a bath. She's feeling great about things. She gets that phone call. We cut to her sitting on the, laying down on the couch, not looking so great. And Geraldine coming in saying, what's going on? Water's overflowing. What are we going to do? You don't look good. And Carolyn says that she feels the walls are closing in. And Geraldine, again, is annoyed that she's not showing any emotion whatsoever. She just found out someone's died. And she's starting to say like, oh, it's not, it's not like Henny. Kenny, because Kenny wasn't really in things. This person signed up for this kind of kind of danger, um, and she goes in to try and hug Carolyn, and she's like, "Don't come at me like that. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't coming at you. I was trying to hug you. Well, don't <laughs> fucking touch me." <laughs> Is the the gist of Carolyn's tone? Then she's like, she she just freaks out. She rage rooms in there, starts picking up things, breaking a whole bunch of shit, and then calms down pretty quickly and says, is this the kind of thing you were after? She broke some nice shit, man. Oh, yeah. I'm I was sure like, that was some expensive, expensive stuff. Yeah, some nice bases. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Same old, same old. From- <laughs> 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 Hi, mommy, why did you feel anything? Again. Yeah. Then we go to the hospital uh, and Constantine was asked, "Are you? have you been under any increased stress lately where he just keeps laughing? Just laughing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, which was basically, yeah, the same, <laughs> same joke over and over, um, <laughs> which was fun. It was fun for me. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And because uh, he is, we know that he is. He, yeah, Constantine has tons of stress. He has multiple people out to kill him. He was trying to leave and couldn't. His daughter killed someone. His daughter is now in a detention center. Uh, Villanelle is is falling apart. Um, he was confronted by Geraldine about spying on Carolyn. Carolyn's probably now, well, we, we know Carolyn is pissed at him. And God knows what the hell the 12 thinks of everything that's going on. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got some some increased stress as of late. So he is... Loving the question. And then we hear another laugh. And he kind of pulls the curtain away. And it's Dasha who has ended up in the same hospital as a roommate. What are the odds? Yeah. Fairly decent. (laughs) I think fairly decent. (laughs) In Scotland. Oh, okay. You're right. We're in Aberdeen. Yeah. It looks like there were like a lot of, looks like there were a lot of beds though. So I don't know. You've been yeah, and then we go to a Liverpool street. We go to Liverpool street in London. Uh, Villanelle calls Eve and says, we have to stop running into each other like that. It's not good for either of us. That was my golem. 
Wait, wow. better. Yeah, <laughs> better. Good. I was waiting for you to talk about the ring, so yeah. that made sense. <laughs> uh, and that's the that's the episode. So it's taken a lot of the season to really, really get them close to each other. Other than, of course, the one where they were actually touching each other uh, in fisticuffs. And the, the lips to cuffs. The what's the cuffs? Lips to cuffs. They kiss. Yes. Oh, yeah, butt. on the bus. Yes, yes, yes. Huge. Yeah. Um, but since then, we haven't had them really together at all. And it seems like the final episode of this season. But the manner in which they're going to come together is up in the air for me because I had assumed that Villanelle and Dasha or Villanelle and Eve were going to kind of confront Dasha. Um, but then Dasha just came out and was like, I killed Nico. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I <coughs> killed <coughs> Mustache. Um, yeah. What happened to Aragorn? He's <coughs> dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that's so weird compared to, I don't know, looking at season one, season two, like, not a lot of even Villanelle. Yeah. We're getting no. a lot of Geraldine. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a shit ton of Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. But not a lot of Eve. Not a lot of, I mean, actually a lot of Villanelle, not a lot of Eve. Yeah. Not a ton of Carolyn, like a decent amount, but I could always use more Carolyn. Yeah. yeah. But more Carolyn than Eve. Yeah. Sure. That's weird. Um, we do have to wrap it up. We are under some, Oh, uh, time constraints, yeah. and we're running long for us. Uh, we mm-hmm. got to try and keep that pace up that people seem to enjoy about this podcast. Okay, so let's cut to winners and losers. Let's go with winners <sighs> first. One winner. I'll, I'll give you some time. <laughs> okay. My winner is scumbag that got let go mm. Mm. because he oh. got let go, not because of any of his behaviors, because he's a fucking scumbag. But he lives to scumbag another day, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. My winner relates. I can go next. Um, my winner is the other three or four people he was golfing with. Cause <laughs> yeah. he's, yeah. he's like, go ahead. I got this. They probably had a lovely final, like, I don't know what, nine <laughs> holes or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm so glad that fucking prick is gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they had probably some, a great conversation and a great afternoon golfing. Yeah. Kelly? I'm going to go with a strange one, um, but not really at all. I guess Eve is my winner for this one. I think she she's finally making some like headway with, you know, her um, investigation, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, so I think just purely based on that, I, I'd say she's my winner for this episode. Yeah, she is everywhere. Uh, Tia. <laughs> Um, my winner is Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. If I was, if I, if I was an Icelandic person watching this, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, thank you for repping my culture. Uh, Bear lost his virginity in Iceland. Um, a little jealous. I would have loved to have done that, uh, <laughs> in that place. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, we got a lot of Iceland love. Oh, on those black mm-hmm. sand beaches. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, some puffins flying over. <laughs> Too sandy. Andrew. Uh, I'm going to go with a controversial winner. I'm going to say Geraldine. Mm. What? Uh, (laughs) Because she's getting out of a shitty relationship that she wasn't actually in. And I think she's finally getting to see her mother show some sort of something. Yeah. 
I like it. Oh, of like course you like it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> losers. What do we have? Uh, losers. Uh, actually, uh, I actually had, um, you know, I'm going to say us, the audience, because this was so random, so Ooh. all over the place. Whoa. Um, and, and I think for the reason we said earlier, because this is the second to the last episode, I feel like we're kind of left like, so. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is, that's tough. That's yeah. a tough one to you. I know. All right. Kelly. Constantine. Um, boy, oh boy, is that boy stressed. Um, yeah. yeah, I just feel bad for him, all the shit that he's juggling. Not to mention, he was just about to go on vacation. Yeah. Like, he was just about to get out with his daughter. They, their relationship is strange, but I do think like ultimately they do have like a lot of love for each other. They were just going to go to Cuba and write like everything just like shit, the shit hit the fan and yeah. he's just dealing with a lot. And now mm-hmm. he's stuck in a hospital with freaking Dasha. So <laughs> yeah. Whitney. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. My loser is, uh, is it Mo is his, that his name yeah. that didn't get Mo. the omelet. Yeah. And yes. then might be dead. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> So he had a he had a rough one. Yeah. yeah. Andrew. I'm gonna go with Irina. I think she just didn't realize how much trouble she was gonna get in because her mm-hmm. dad is part of a crime syndicate and could have gotten her out of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but now she's stuck in <laughs> the best <laughs> detention center in Moscow. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm gonna second Mo as a loser for reasons previously stated. I have nothing to add. Um, other than, pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. Well, pretty sure he's mm-hmm. dead. We'll see. I thought, right. I thought, I thought Nico was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's we true. Sure we were for dead. sure like Nico's like, well, he is not bouncing back from that. That is that is fair. He's probably going to come back and I'll be like, oh, thank God it was a cold river. It kept his organs frozen <laughs> while we could. Cryogenically frozen? Yeah. <laughs> well, if if the pattern holds... Eve will stumble upon him, <laughs> pull him out of the creek, and then he'll just like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, Still all right. Got it. Uh, any final thoughts? Can't believe um, we have one more. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I was really quick because I know with time and stuff, but I really, I feel like Eve needs a Constantine in her life. Like, I feel like we know, we kind of know where Villanelle's heads at. We know where, like, but we the person who's so important to the show i feel like we don't know where her head's at she was she almost killed dasha she killed raymond last i know that she's just been dealing with a lot and i just feel like we're missing a lot of eve brain thought yeah that's a, a good point we don't have somebody grounding well we don't have somebody grounding eve mm-hmm. uh she's just running wild because that was something yeah. bill would do in season one uh and something oh. to an extent carolyn would do in season two but everybody's falling apart right now. So everybody is running wild. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kenny was also her. Yeah. Her voice of reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie almost could have been, cause they shared that vulnerable moment, but they didn't, I think that would, Jamie could have been that for this season, but. I don't but they know, didn't develop happen. him at all. No. no. They introduced Jamie like pretty intensely. And then he just kind of went away. Yeah. I think we're looking at a very, very busy final episode. 
and yeah. I think that they can can handle it in a decent decent way because uh, there's a lot of loose ends that have to be tied up. Um, not all of them because we know there's a season four, um, but I'm really hoping for a strong finish to to a rather uneven season. All right, uh, yeah. that'll do it for us. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Tia. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. See me